Welcome back to the M-Pod. In this episode, we'll see how history comes alive through the most groundbreaking archaeological discoveries of our time. I'm Magnus, and today marks a special moment as this is the last of three episodes where we'll dive into the top 10 archaeological finds of 2023. These finds aren't just significant, they are monumental, and while each and every one of these finds might not rewrite history books, they will deepen our understanding of the human saga. As we have journeyed from finds number 10 to 4, we've traversed continents, time periods and cultures, uncovering mysteries and marvels along the way. Now, we've arrived at the pinnacle, the creme de la creme of archaeological discoveries, each one standing out for its uniqueness, significance and the sheer awe it inspires. Well, take that with a grain of salt, because these finds are ordered according to my tastes and interests. So, here we go! Number 3. The World's Oldest Book In 2023, a significant archaeological find at El Hibe, Egypt, emerged as a new contender for the title of the world's oldest surviving book. The artifact in question is a modest papyrus fragment measuring 15 times 25 centimeters. Originally, it was part of a mummy's wrapping discovered in the necropolis of El Hibe in 1902 by the Greenfell and Hunt expedition and later transferred to Grass University in 1909. This papyrus fragment, dating back to around 260 BC, started its journey as a bound document that recorded taxation rates for beer and oil, written in Greek using black ink. Interestingly, the sheet was removed from its binding and repurposed first as a letter and then painted with images, including one depicting a son of the falcon-headed god Horus. It was ultimately reused as wrapping for a mummy during the Ptolemaic period, 304 to 30 BC, which is kind of funny when you think about it. Hey, we're all out of mummy wrapping, and this one isn't done yet. No worries, let's just take this old book and tear out some pages. The discovery of this fragment challenges previous assumptions about the origins of bookbinding. Conservator Teresa Samit Lupi while conducting routine work on the papyrus collection, noticed that the fragment had traces of binding thread, sewing holes and a centerfold, indicating it was not part of a roll, but an actual book. In ancient times, a book, often referred to as a codex, was defined as a work with pages glued or sewn together along one side. This fragment predates the previously earliest known books by about 400 years suggesting that the structure of the book existed well before what was previously thought. This discovery is significant as it pushes back the origins of the bookbinding by centuries and provides insight into how transactions and information were recorded and passed in ancient societies. The detailed study of this papyrus fragment, including microscopic and multispectral imaging, revealed how the book was made. The process involved a plain sheet of papyrus, folded in two, written on and turned into a booklet. The bifolios, or single sheets, folded in the center, were attached via tackets, a flexible material used to join two things together, aching to a modern ring binder. 
The presence of holes for the tackets to pass through, some of which still have remnants of thread, and the symmetrical ink transfer across the precise fold at the center confirmed that the bifolio had once been bound within an ancient manuscript. This discovery not only redefines the timeline of bookbinding, but also enriches our understanding of ancient communication and record-keeping methods. I place this as number three based on the sheer importance of the book as a way for humans to conserve knowledge and its ability to affect and change people as well as its ability to entertain and enrich the reader's life. Number two, Cave of Swords. In June 2023, the archaeological world was captivated by the discovery of the Cave of Swords near Ein Gedi, Israel. This remarkable find, deemed the most exciting archaeological discovery of 2023 by National Geographic, but it only made it to number two on my list, was uncovered by the Israel Antiquities Authority in a cave within the Judean Desert near the Ein Gedi National Park and the Dead Sea area. The cave yielded four Roman-era swords and a javelin, dating back approximately 1900 years. These artifacts are believed to have been captured by the Judean rebels during the Bar Kokhba revolt. A significant Jewish uprising against the Roman Empire around 132 to 136 CE. The rebels then carefully concealed these weapons in a narrow crevice within the cave. The preservation of these weapons is particularly noteworthy. Due to the dry climate, not only were the metal parts of the swords well preserved, but so were the hilts and scabbards made of organic materials like wood and leather. This level of preservation is rare and provides a unique opportunity to learn more about the specific origins and manufacturing techniques of these weapons. Dr. Ethan Klein, one of the archaeologists involved in the project, highlighted the significance of this find, noting that Roman literature doesn't offer a complete account of the events of the Bar Kokhba revolt. Therefore, archaeological discoveries like this are crucial in piecing together historical narratives. The Judean Desert, where this discovery was made, is known for its rich archaeological heritage and contains over 800 caves, including the famous Qumran Caves, where the Dead Sea Scrolls were found. To protect and preserve these archaeological treasures, the Judean Desert Cave region is the focus of a multi-year project conducted by the Israel Antiquities Authority, the Archaeology Department of the Civil Administration in Judea and Samaria, and the Ministry of Jerusalem Affairs and Heritage. This initiative aims to catalogue and protect the area from looting, which has been a persistent problem, with many artifacts being sold illegally over the years, a problem that has been occurrent with the Dead Sea Scrolls. In summary, the 2023 discovery of the Cave of Swords near Ein Gedi is not only a significant archaeological find due to its rarity and preservations of the artifacts, but also provides valuable insights into a pivotal historical period that is not thoroughly documented in contemporary literature. This find was a close contender for number one on my list. It is a fantastic flashback to the Judean revolt against the Romans and the condition of those swords is nothing less than amazing. But now, 
over to number one, the Fiddler's Theatre. The recent discovery of the Fiddler's Theatre, also known as Nero's Theatre, in Rome is a remarkable archaeological achievement that sheds light on a fascinating aspect of ancient Roman history. Unearthed during building works for a hotel, this theatre was once a private venue of the infamous Roman Emperor Nero. Nero, ruling from 54 to 68 AD, was known for his extravagances and, as history records, for his personal debaucheries. This theatre, mentioned in ancient texts but never before found, was a place where Nero practiced and performed poetry and music. It's situated near the current St. Peter's Basilica. The discovery was made in the gardens of the future Four Seasons Hotel. The site has been excavated since 2020, revealing the theater's remnants under the Palazzo della Rovere's walled garden. This location is historically significant, with the Palazzo being home to an ancient Vatican chivalric order. The theater's remains include a 138-foot-wide semicircular seating area, known as the Cavia, and a rectangular space possibly used for storing sets and costumes. Built during the Julio-Claudian dynasty, its design features marble columns and gold-covered stucco. These elegant decorations confirm descriptions found in ancient texts by authors like Pliny the Elder. This discovery is exceptional not only because it confirms the existence of Nero's theater, but also because it offers a rare glimpse into a period of Roman history spanning from the Roman Empire to the 15th century. Among the artifacts discovered are glass goblets and pottery pieces from the 10th century alongside marble columns and gold leaf decorated plaster. The movable artifacts from the site will be transferred to a museum the structure of the theater itself, after thorough study, will be covered again. This approach aims to preserve the integrity of the site while allowing the public to benefit from these significant historical finds. This discovery is not just a triumph in terms of historical architecture, but also a window into the cultural and artistic life of ancient Rome, particularly under the rule of one of its most controversial emperors. Nero. I feel it's a bit of a shame that it will be covered again, but I guess modern life will have its way. And that was the top 3 finds in this mini-series, and I do hope you have enjoyed listening to my ramblings about them. While doing the recording today, I've had a bad cold. I don't know how much of it you will hear because I've been drinking like 4 liters of water while reading this text. Anyway, I hope it's okay. And just want to say you can find the M-Pod on Facebook as well now, so you can join that group if you want to, where I will post when there's a new episode out, but also pictures from the stuff that I'm talking about. Next episode will be about a story that totally fascinated me as a kid when I saw a movie based on... Yeah, what? You will have to wait for the next episode. Anyways, thanks for listening. This episode was researched, written and told by me, Magnus, and you have been listening to the M-Pod. Hope to see you in the next episode, and here's a funny ending. Why are archaeologists so annoying at parties? They keep trying to date everything. Yeah!